the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Don't have time to go on SoCal Live today? Leave Scott a voicemail at 213-537-3812. That's 213-537-3812. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Hour 2 of Southern California Live. Great to be with you on this Monday. I hope that you had a good weekend, whatever you happen to do. Uh, I went down to San Diego for the weekend, had to pick up a bunch of stuff. I moved, you know, up here a little while ago and uh, still had a bunch of things down there and uh, picked those things up and uh, came up here. I had a good time seeing some people. My dog struggled to, uh, we took our dog along, we had a little multi-poo and he's a puppy. I don't know, he's eight months old, I think. And uh, we stayed with some friends who also have the same kind of dog and they stayed up all night giggling and I was up all night uh, not giggling because of that, but mostly have recovered. And anyway, I hope that you had a good weekend. What do you think about the idea of the government handing out cash to homeless people um, with the idea that maybe instead of some other government programs that we just pay people a thousand bucks a month? Well, this is happening. It's happening already in Los Angeles County. And a big story today came out of how they're going to be doing it here in Denver uh, for certain people. And it's it's something that, I, that they're trying out, right? So there are these um, groups that are going to last for a few years where they actually try uh, this out. It's called Universal Basic Income. Uh, and the idea of Universal Basic Income is this. It's that the government recognizes that there is poverty and struggles. And the goal of of this basic income system is to alleviate poverty. And the key thing about it is it's to replace other need-based social programs. That's the part where I think when the government's involved, they're not going to do that. It's just going to be more spending. Uh, But the idea is to take what the need-based social programs are now, the food programs and some different things, and replace them and just give people cash. And what it does is it removes a big part of the bureaucracy with it. And the idea of it is that if we just give you a thousand bucks a month, that that would help you get on your feet and it would help you do the things that you need to do to make sure you still have an apartment, make sure that you can you can live your life. Of course, there's a lot of criticism of it uh, as well with the idea that, um, you know, what I think is that isn't it's isn't it just going to raise inflation if you give everybody ultimately twelve thousand dollars, a thousand bucks a month or whatever amount? Well, doesn't everybody's uh, housing payments just go up by $1,000? Isn't that how inflation works? Isn't that how we're kind of in this mess anyway, is that this happens anyway? It's being tried. It's being tried in uh, Los Angeles County. Um, I think L.A. County might have been the the first. And so uh, 1,000 residents in L.A. County uh, are going to are going to be receiving $1,000 per month for the next three years. It's already underway. Are you one of these people? How is it working? And I've had this thought before where I think, well, you know what? I think that, uh, you know, to a person who is going to really use it to help themselves, maybe it would be useful. But I wonder how many people will just uh, blow it. My kids, uh, I have two boys, James and John, 13 and 10. They're totally different with with money. James 
uh, saves every dime he's ever been given. You know, every every cash gift he's gotten from a grandparent or from anybody or nickel he's found on the ground, he still has it. And he doesn't spend it anywhere. It's all in the bank. And he, this kid is going to be – and that's good, I think. You know, there's probably some things maybe he ought to do, but uh, it's fine. He's a kid. My other son, John, he'll spend it as fast as he can get it which unfortunately was was pretty much me. So James gets his side from his mom. And uh, for me, I've told you before, I used to work for uh, Kmart. We called it Kmart. And Kmart, when I worked for that company back in the day, are there any Kmarts even left? I don't know. I don't know if there might be somewhere. Uh, They paid us in cash, actual cash money. And if you're a high schooler and you're getting paid 300 bucks in cash and you are in the very far bowels of a Kmart, uh, you were going to leave. Now they, it was it was legal. They took out taxes, and you got to pay stub. Okay, in case you're wondering, uh, they paid us though in cash. And if you were are 16, 17 years old, and you got three hundred dollars in your pocket, and you're walking through Kmart, you're going to leave Kmart with twelve cents uh, and a whole bunch of movies and CDs and whatever else I was buying. Uh, and I regret that today because I think to myself, hey, you know, one day. Uh, in the, you know, I could have invested that money and, uh, things would be different, but that didn't happen. Anyway, my son, James, he's probably that guy. He's going to just figure this out. He asked me the other day, how do I invest it? And I'm like, I don't know. I invested once in Krispy Kreme because I thought that, uh, Americans are only going to get more fat and that seemed like a good idea. And, uh, then they had some marketing problems and I lost a lot. Uh, don't ask me, uh, ask your mom. John, he'll just spend it. So it makes me wonder. It makes me wonder on this this subject here. Uh, is this going to work? So universal basic income basically is the government will give money to people who qualify based on different things. And the Denver plan that just got released today, it's the reason that's making more news than maybe what's happening in L.A. is because it's drawn from it's two things they're doing. One of it is it's drawn from $2 million that they got from the American Rescue Plan. That was the... Uh, uh, Biden uh, plan that passed, I think, a, a year, a little over a year ago, um, multi, multi hundreds of billions of dollars to get back into the economy. Okay, and so different, there's different ways to to get that money. So there's a a group called the Denver Basic Income Project uh, that will be responsible for giving out the funds, and um, the way it's going to go, it's cash installments for most people over every month. They don't just get twelve thousand dollars. The interesting thing about uh, Denver is that they're not giving it out to just anybody, apparently. They're giving it out to women or people who are non-binary, which I think means you're not, you don't consider yourself a man or a woman, or people who are transgender, uh, who are homeless, um, which I suppose if you just wanted, how do you qualify for being non-binary? Don't you just say it? I think you could just say it. And so, oh, well, I'm, I get $12,000. I guess I'm non-binary. I suppose that's what people are going to do. But that's that's what it is. What do you think about this plan? Is it right? Is this something that will work? Now, I want to I want to keep it in the in the context of let's assume for the sake of thinking this through that this is not money on top of money we're already spending, that actually if the government were to do this, it replaces money that is already being spent for our food programs and for other programs that maybe you're participating in. That would go away. So like food stamps and things like that would go away, but instead you would get cash uh, every month. There would be less of a government bureaucracy. The cost would be a little bit less, but it would still be enormous. And by the way, uh, just so that we're, we're aware, 68% of government spending 
so uh, federal government and also local government. 68% is social programs. 68%. That's extraordinary. And uh, they think it might be more like 58% to do this, so you'd save some of the bureaucracy. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557 if you want to join the conversation. About this, Brett in Covina. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hi. Hi, Brett. Uh, ooh, where do I start? So universal basic income, yeah. I'm for it. You're for it? Yeah. Okay, what do you like about it? Well, who'd be against it? You know, free money every month to do nothing. So basically, I don't have to work anymore. I can just, you know, spend my time playing my guitar and making <laughs> well, art projects. Somebody's going to have to work, right? So, uh, so you're not really for it. You're, you're, you're just pointing out that uh, if people, if we just give away people give money, then maybe they're not going to do anything. Uh, or is I that, wouldn't. or is that what you want? It's only twelve thousand a year. What would you do if all you had was twelve thousand a year? Um. Uh. That's more than I make anyway, so okay, probably about three times more than what I don't already do. So, Brett, tell me uh, your circumstances. So you're not making much money. Um, what's going on with you? I'm having a hard time finding a job. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Do you have a place to live? Uh, yeah, I'm actually got the hookup being a VA veteran, so okay. I'm in a nice apartment in uh, Southern California. Are you actually in Denver, Colorado, or are you in Southern California? Uh, no, we're in Los Angeles, but uh, part of this story is Denver, although Los Angeles is doing a similar program. So the news story uh, today was Denver, but uh, L.A. is doing a similar program. Okay. So are you and I'm, are you looking for work? Okay. And do you feel like if if you were a part of this program and they were giving you an extra $1,000 a month, so what these programs are is they're temporary right now because they want to see if it works. Um, they would give you $1,000 a month with the idea that it's going to go away and it would be replacing other government assistance. I don't know how it would work for you being a veteran. Okay. You may not lose your, your, your home, but if you have food stamps or some other things, that might go away in its place. Okay. Uh, do you think that would be better for you? Like that you would have a better opportunity to get a job and to uh, do the things that you would like to do? Uh, most definitely. Do you? And so, what would you do with it? How would it make things better for you? Uh, well, I could put a down payment on a car and be able to go back and forth to work. Uh, I have a car, but it's kind of much kaput right now. Yeah. And um, first of all, this is a Christian talk show. Yes. So what, you know, I'm just going to cut through all this uh, middleman stuff. Go ahead. What does this have to do with Jesus and God and Satan? Yeah. Well, this has to do with with how do we respond to these things as a society. As Christians, one of the things that we're asked to do is to take care of the poor. And so when we talk about these things, what we do on this program is we take the issues of the day and we look at them from a biblical perspective. So what I want people to do is not merely look at this from a political perspective, which is how a lot of people might do it, but is this something that that as a Christian I would say, hey, this is something that might help 
uh, people who are poor. See what I'm saying? So it, it's just a little bit different way to look at these issues that are in the news. That's what we're doing. Oh, well, couldn't, wouldn't it be kind of like, you know, the WWJD thing? Like, what would Jesus do? So if he's about giving money to the poor, then I'm all for it. Why wouldn't you be? Well, I don't know if Jesus is about giving money to the poor, okay? And that would be, I think, I think he would be if it, I think maybe he would be if it works. But that's one of the questions. That's why I was really wondering how you would deal with it, because if it works, that's a that's something we'd like to hear. How would it work for you? Because the, the concern is, is that if you're just giving people money, if you're just handing it out, then you're just going to spend it on something you shouldn't, and it'll just be gone, and it doesn't help, and all it does is increase everybody's taxes. You know what I'm saying? But, but, it, but if a person uses it to actually uh, get themselves, like you said, I think the idea that maybe you could get a car, that's a, that's a great reason, great way to use that money if you got it, because you need that car to get a job, right? Right. But still, um, I think you bypassed the serious question where Jesus told the rich man, give all your money away to the poor, Right. Right. Well, that's one of the one of the things that we can talk about here. But the the question I'm getting at isn't just should we give it. I mean, there's a whole other question here about whether we should give it to the government to to give out. Okay, that's a different. That's part of this. But is just giving the money out the right thing to do, or is it better to really help people? Brett, I appreciate your perspective. I think it's interesting about the uh, the car. We're talking about universal basic income. It is something that's being tried right now in Los Angeles County. A newspaper, uh, a news uh, report came out today that it is being instituted in Denver, where people will receive about a thousand bucks a month. Um, if they qualify for various reasons to get out of being homeless, uh, does this work? 888-528-2557. Or is this going to work? 888-528-2557. Oscar in Burbank, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, right, Mr. Scott. I uh, just want to say that uh, this, this way of the government just queued up money like, like it's not tomorrow. I don't think it's the best thing to do. First of all, people that are waiting for this kind of money, uh, they usually end up spending this kind of money on bad things. Uh, I don't approve of that. First of all, the government it doesn't have money. Right. The one who's going to do this is the taxpayers' money. Yeah. And government do this kind of stuff. Uh, I don't think it's a good thing. I work. Uh, in a place where I see these issues every day. People waiting for the chance where they can just wait for government money so they can just go out there and spend in a really bad things. Yeah. That's why we got this crisis right now with all these people dying of uh, overdose on drugs for the same reason. The government just don't see it that way. Yeah, it is. Uh, and that's kind of what I'm I'm the, the idea with this is not really ultimately saving a lot of money. It's just using the government, the, the tax money better. And you're right to say that it's not government money. It's taxpayers money. And that's a, another issue where I think people don't realize the government doesn't just magically come up with money. It takes money from you and gives it to somebody else. Um, but correct. And uh it, it is. I don't think it's a good thing. Okay, appreciate 100%. appreciate that, Oscar. 
Thanks for calling Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. The number is 888-528-2557. We're talking about universal basic income. And, you know, I think that um, from the standpoint, there's there's so many issues here, right? Because the government is involved, which is a whole other question. It's government spending, which is tax money that is, in a way, the government is sort of just coming up with it because it's mostly debt. Okay, a lot of this is not tax money. It's money that is coming out of thin air, which then is what is probably driving inflation, most people think. So the reason that you're paying 8.2% more for everything probably has a lot to do with the government spending over the last couple of years being so high. But just to to try to narrow this down and just even thinking of it from a, a Christian perspective, let's just assume that our federal government is going to spend this money, our local governments, that right now they're going to spend the money. Is it a better use of the money to give people cash but take away the food stamps and other programs? Or is that going to create more problems? Um, what is what is the right thing? And if you're somebody who might be a recipient, how would you how would this help you uh, differently than maybe assistance you're getting? And uh, there's obviously a whole other question about whether this is the government's role, and I understand that. But right now, that's what our our government is doing. And the the notion is that the government would actually that if this were to pass one day, that everybody would get the same amount that every single person would get, say, a thousand bucks a month. So you would get it, I would get it, which I know is weird because it's tax money, right? It's money. It's just, they're just going to tax it back. So that that whole part is just odd. But let's just try to think about this. Is this something that is going to work? 888-528-2557. Robert in Huntington Beach, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Robert, go ahead. Hi, Hi yeah, my name is Robert, and I just want to say, I don't think it's a good idea. I think that this is, it's another example where we now have a government who believes it's their job to make sure that I'm healthy, that I can pay my rent, and that I'm vaccinated. And that's not the government's job. That's my job. Yeah. So what about a person who is homeless right now and they're getting a lot of government assistance? Is this a better idea to just give cash or should they – let's assume there's only two options. And I understand what you're saying about the other things. Is this a better option than the bureaucracy to give people cash or is the bureauc- – you know, if you have to choose between the two or do we stick with the current I don't think. I don't think cash is a good idea. I think that some – People who are very poor would be responsible and do the right things with the money. But the majority of the people that are in a place where they need that assistance either don't or won't make the good decisions with it or don't have the capability to um, manage that money well. So I, I don't think cash is a good option. Okay, I think that uh, a lot of people feel that way. Thank you, Robert, for your call. See, I'm wondering, is it the same thing as handing out cash to somebody who's like in a freeway exit with a sign? See what I'm saying? If you've worked with a lot of uh, people who are um, homeless and dealing with drugs and stuff, the guys with the signs usually are the people who you should not give it to because they're just going to immediately spend it on drugs. I had one guy sort of give me a tour, and he just said – and he was a drug addict, right? He said, no, this is where (laughs) – this is where that money goes. Uh, he said, you know, food is one thing, but uh, not cash. Is this better than the, the current system 
to to help people if you're going to have this system at all. And if you if you don't think we should have any system, and one day what I think, by the way, is that the system is going to uh, break down in such a way that some governor or president of any party is going to get up and say, hey, uh, this is over. And then what do we do when we finally are going to not spend any money? 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. Jamie and Downey, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi. Hi, Jamie. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, yeah, how are you? Yeah, Janie. Yes. Uh-huh. What do you think? I want to give you, okay, um, you know, I... The first thought that came to my mind is that I've seen these commercials on TV. I don't know if they're commercials or they're kind of want to help kind of thing. But where these people, um, the mom will say, you know, I don't, uh, my kids have to have breakfast at the school for free. Right. And they have lunch at the school for free. But the whole while that she's speaking, she's got her nails done. The kids are dressed nicely. And I'm thinking, lady, why don't you get up off your butt early enough, feed your children, and then send them to school? Why does the, why does the school have to feed your children? And you're all, all three of you, your son, your daughter, and you, you're all dressed very nicely before you go to work and drop them off in your nice little Honda. It's another issue, isn't it? Is that, yeah, you know, we and I, I, this, I think people are people don't realize that it's not free food. You are paying for it. Okay. Exactly. Taxpayers, nothing is free. I think we have that problem in our society that we just feel like all this is free. Um, and it's it's very odd that we don't understand that. So you would be against, you know, if you have to do the two, let's say, let's say they would drop the food program for the kids. Okay. So the same person now does have to get food for her kids because that program doesn't mm-hmm. exist. But we're going to give her $1,000 a month. Uh, mm-hmm. is she going to use that for her kids or not? Like, I have no idea. Yeah. I would think that that would be the right thing for a parent to do. Right. I think some of the... To, you know, be yeah. a responsible parent and show the kids that, you know, we can do it. Yeah, I think that's... And for, I know people who have raised their own children without any help. Yeah. And they did the best that they could and never once took a dime from whomever, you know, yeah. the state or... Yeah, I got to go to a break. I appreciate your call, Janie. Thank you very much. And uh, when we come back, we'll keep talking about this. And I think that's one of the the issues is would this teach people to be more responsible or is it uh, just another problem? What do you think? 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. We'll be back as the Monday edition continues. Stay tuned. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. Scott Furrow, your host. Great to be with you today. We're talking about the idea of universal basic income, and I wanted to get your thoughts about what whether you think this is a good idea. I'll take your calls here in just a second. The... The news today is is sharing how in Denver they are starting this program, Universal Basic Income, where they will pick several people who will receive about $1,000 a month over the next three years, homeless people, and with the idea that this money will help them get a, a leg up. Now, the, the idea of Universal Basic Income is that instead of the government programs that we have now, um, food stamps and things like that, that you would receive 
cash instead uh, that would reduce a lot of the bureaucracy, cost a little bit less, although it still costs an incredible amount of money. And like people have pointed out, it's it's taxpayer money. It's not made up. And it's debt. It's debt that will be paid in the form of inflation. There's a lot of issues. I guess one of the things I'm curious about is if you had to choose between the two, government programs where you have the food stamps and the cards and those kinds of things versus just cash, would one be more helpful than the other? What do you think? 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. LaShawn in Los Angeles, welcome to Southern California Live. Hello. Hi, LaShawn. Um, I work. Yes. Hello. Can you hear me? I can. Go ahead. Okay. I work in this field with I'm a housing navigator. Oh yeah. Um it's not it's not a it's not a cookie cut situation. Mm. What what would work for some may not work for all. It depends on how long the individual or the individuals have been homeless, um, how how much is impacted and devastated them. We have some that has been impacted for twenty five, thirty years and right. you help them. They make it, and then you have somebody that's been out there a month and gets devastated for the next thirty years. It it it, it is not a cookie cut situation. It's an individual base, and that's what makes it so complicating. And then we have another side. We get organizations that um, once once they get the money in their hands, do they allocate it like they're supposed to? I mean, there there's so many things that. Oh, th- um, do you do you, do the, do individuals still need help? Most people yeah. who have been homeless for a X amount of time or don't have the the tools or you know to to go to the next step or to make it to the next level, they're going to need some wraparound services right. to help them. So you know, would you say that? Would you say there are people who would benefit from getting cash instead of the services, or is that just not a very good idea? It depends on the individual. It all depends on the individual. Yes, it it works for some. It just may not work for all. Do you think it would work because the idea would be to take away the services and just give everybody cash? Is that a good idea? No. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that you're right that the like one person who called and thank you for your call, LaShawn, and thank you for what you do also in helping people. The person who called a little while ago who said I would use that money to get a car, which would help me to get a job. That person might be an example of somebody who would be helped because that person perhaps would use the money responsibly. But there's sure a bunch of people who wouldn't be able to for one reason or another. 888-528-2557. We're talking about universal basic income, the idea that the government, instead of some government services, if you're homeless or struggling or poor, you would receive cash uh, instead of those services. Is that more helpful or is it not helpful? Kevin in San Marcos, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, uh, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, Kevin, thanks for calling. Um, I guess I would say I'm in favor of this, um, I guess UBI, just uh, because cash, when you're, especially if you're in poverty, like I have family members that are very low income, uh, disabled, uh, even uh, their parents are, you know, veterans, so they have like health problems. They wouldn't receive, let's say from SSI, it's around $600 for, you know, their benefit, in addition to maybe food stamps. Uh-huh. 
but I feel like you would actually get more financial assistance with this as opposed to um, the programs that are out there. I understand that I wouldn't say there's a, a one-size-fits-all, but I would you know, just admonish people that are listening to kind of put themselves in their other people's shoes that maybe that can't work. Like I, I have a friend that has a degenerative eye disease and he can't work. Um, I mean, a thousand dollars a month will keep him off the streets, you know? So I, I think there's a time and a place for it, but I, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's, you know, bad. I think yeah. it, it's obviously, you know, it's a complicated issue. It's very complicated. Do you think that, you know, it seems like a, uh, we're getting a lot of people who are talking about how it kind of depends on the individual. Um, and I feel like the, these tests are going on with a limited number of people. The idea, though, is that everybody would get this uh, same amount of money, either if you're under a certain income rate, and then it would say, sort of taper off to make sure that the poverty level Correct. would be lower. Or um, is it good for everybody, or does it not work if you give it to everybody? Well, I, I, I mean, it, I, I, to, what comes to mind is like the stimulus checks, right? Like some people don't need to get a stimulus check if they're making like, you know, hundreds of right. thousand dollars. Like, Everybody got one of those. Just that's kind of weird. Yeah. But like, yeah, but if you're making $20,000 or less, let's say you're making 14 grand. Yeah. Like that, I live in, you know, Southern California. That's not livable. You're, you'd be lucky to find a studio apartment for $1,500 if, if you want something nice, you can maybe get, you know, $800 for maybe a Craigslist ad. But uh, when it comes down to it, I think things are high. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. And I think as far as a Christian, Christian perspective, I don't know. I, I feel like politics would be the answer. And maybe this is where as a church we can, you know, help our fellow brothers out and be better about employing people. I don't know, but I, I, it is a complicated situation. It is. Hey, Kevin, thank you for your call and thank you for, for listening. You know, Kevin, bringing up the, the church role in this, you know, I'll always come back that the church has a place here. And I think some people feel like that the government doing it is okay if it's efficient. Um, I'm not sure the government is efficient with this. My question would be, from a economic standpoint, is that if you give out money to everybody, so in, in Los Angeles, for example, the way it works is you have to be making under $26,500. So LA has started a a program for this. It's called Big Leap, if you Los Angeles Economic Assistance Program. It's going to last 3 years with 3,000 households getting 1,000 bucks a month. In order to qualify, you got to be in LA, you got to be 18, got to have an income of below the poverty level, federal poverty level and at least one dependent minor or be pregnant. Okay, so that's how they have broken this down or have medical hardships due to the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. My question, though, is at the end of this, if they think it's a success for those people and they give it to everybody, doesn't that just raise everybody's rent $1,000 a month? I mean, isn't that how inflation works? If you give everybody 1000 bucks a month, doesn't the money just go – doesn't life just get that much more expensive? How does that work? 888-528-2557. Donna in Covina, mm-hmm. welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Scott. Yes, it does get that more expensive when you put money into the economy. And I'm totally against uh, California giving out any kind of money. Um, They've been very irresponsible in the past. and I don't think that they can do a good job with this. Um, We've already seen kind of all of the fraud with with, uh, welfare. I mean, even if you put, um, if they say that they're screening these applications, how do you know that this... um, 
household isn't getting drug money? How do you know they're not getting other kind of money um, from illegal use? In fact, I, I'm in favor of putting any kind of either cash, because I do believe some will, st- will spend the cash uh, better, or food stamps or other aid. I believe in putting it on a local level. The more local you can get, the better. Mm. Because I think then you see, you can see the need, and you can see what the need is in the community. And so people know the point. people. It's not just sort of random. Right. Yep. Uh, right. Good. And if it's a large city, then you just go down a little bit more. Like L.A., you just have to break it down a little bit more. Yeah, good call, Donna. Good idea there. I think local, whatever you're going to do, uh, the more local you get it, the better. I think that is a good call. Jerry and Bellflower, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi. Hi, Hi Jerry. Jerry. Um, one of the things that's going through my mind is um, my parents, 100 years ago, came here from the genocide and didn't even know the language. And all they... all. All they knew was to succeed uh, required hard work, and, and I learned that ethic. And the the difficulty I see today is the average person, the average income, average income person is paying almost thirty percent of of their pay in taxes, hmm. and every one of the taxes is supposed to make it better. Um, there's taxes on every utility. Um, everybody knows gasoline is yep. a buck and a half a gallon. And, and all of those things are supposed to fix problems. In my simple mind, if you just, um, in fact, Social Security was supposed to be money that was taken out of your paycheck and set aside for when you retired. Right, and that's not how it works. Not anymore. Yeah. And it's not going to be there for one generation. Well, people were supposed to only live a couple more years and then die, and that didn't happen. People start, <laughs> you, know, you retire at 65 and you die at 68. That's how it was supposed to work, but that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and, and uh, but with all that, um, I think cash is better because people are, are dealing with reality rather than fantasy. And, um, that when we run out of cash, uh, in fact, it might help the church to realize what their role is in the lives of mm. people in their in their community. Yeah, and um, it's an interesting part. I got I got to go to a break, uh, Jerry. I'm a little bit over, yeah. but I, I appreciate your call there. And you know, if it, when we take the question and we say you're going to have the government spending either way. Is it better to just give people cash or is it better to give people the the programs? With the cash, you save money on the bureaucracy, um, but you're for sure giving people cash who are just going to spend it on drugs or dumb stuff. Um, what is, if you're going to do one or the other, it's better. I think Jerry made a good point there that if people run out of cash uh, and there are no other safety net things for them, there's certainly some responsibility they're going to have or the church is going to, 
have a better sense of how to get involved. It's interesting. We'll come back for your calls here. And we're talking about universal basic income, whether or not this is a good idea. We're doing it in LA. Big story of how they're doing it in Denver today. And uh, we'll make some points. So hold on. If you're on hold, the number is 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. If you want to join the conversation, I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back as Southern California Live's Monday edition continues. Don't have time to go on SoCal Live today? Leave Scott a voicemail at 213-537-3812. That's 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. Good to be with you. You can call right now and join our conversation, 888-528-2557, You can also always email me at SoCalLive at KKLA.com. I'm Scott Furrow. We're talking about universal basic income Universal basic income is a government program in which every adult citizen would receive a certain amount of money regularly, like you, like it's your uh, basic salary. And the big goal of it is that everybody would get that, or at least everybody under a certain um, salary range where you might be making money. If you are in the federal poverty list, you would get extra money. There are tests of this going on right now in Los Angeles County and in the news today, a big, uh, big story coming out of Denver where they're going to take uh, a couple thousand people and give them a thousand bucks a month. And the idea is to test and see if this works with the idea that the idea really is that you would remove current government programs and current ways that the government's helping you out, the food stamps and those kinds of things. Uh, and instead you would get cash. And we've been asking the question, is this a good idea? I'll take a couple more calls here and then I want to give you a little bit of perspective uh, before we go on this. Uh, Renisha from... Covina, welcome to Southern California Live. Hello. Hi, Renisha. Thanks for holding so long. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. I I hope I can remember everything I wanted to say and get it out quick. But um, I heard I didn't catch the beginning of the show, but I heard a couple calls um, and people saying they shouldn't give cash because people are going to spend it on drugs. Number one, who cares what they spend it on? Because there's so many people. Under the poverty line, me being one of them, I was born with a hereditary condition where I had to stop working at mm. the age of 19. Mm. I've been on, you know, my family's been on wel- welfare my whole life. Me and my sister live in um, public housing, so our rent is lower than the average, but we're still struggling. Yeah. You know, a couple years ago, I got a, um, a settlement, and the first thing I did with my the money I got, I paid my tithes. I paid all my bills. I bought a car and I tried to help my sister with her bills with what little I had left over. So no one knows what the next person is going through. Um, And my sister is the queen of cheap. Uh You know, she (laughs) can buy a whole, well, she used to be able to buy a whole outfit for under $10 for herself. You know, and and that's when she did buy something for herself, you know, because she spent her money mm-hmm. on my two nephews. Yeah. She rarely did anything for herself. And, you know, we've struggled our whole lives. And I'm, it's, you know, it's the few bad apples that spoils it for the whole bunch. And everybody's concerned whether someone's going to buy drugs with it. You know, people don't start off saying, oh, yeah, I want to become a drug addict when I go up, grow up. You know, right. some people get 
get caught up. So I and then they yeah. are it takes over. So they need help. I want to grab a couple more calls, but you would say that it would help you and people in your situation. And what you would say is that there's a lot of people who it might really help, even though some people for sure would spend it on drugs or whatever. Um, right. But you feel like it would really help, you know, and that's assuming it doesn't raise the price of everything. So it just is a wash. True. Right. And, right. you know, I don't know that much about it, but yeah. I just wanted to put that perspective out there because um, I said during a Bible study, you know, people that don't like to hand money to people begging because they think they're going to spend it on drugs. Well, yeah, that's it's, it's sad if they do, but. If you think about it, if a person's addicted to drugs and they don't get them drugs, people don't know the pain. And all right, you know, Renisha, I got to go to some other calls because I'm almost out of time. But I appreciate your call. Thank you so much for listening. I want to get to a couple more calls here, uh, Erica in Long Beach. Just uh, a few seconds here. Oh uh, yeah, hi. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, um, pretty much what Renisha said. She kind of pinpointed exactly what how I feel about the situation too. I feel like, like, you know, you know, regardless what the people do with the money. I mean, even if, even when people get EBT or when they did get food stamps, like they were still selling the food stamps and they were only getting half of what they got. Well, they send it and they'll spend it at Burger King or something. Right. And rather than the supermarket or that. Yeah. You know, lots of different things. if If people got the money, I mean, there would be other ways to get food, you know, with the church or um, food banks or, you know, I mean, there there would be a way to get. I think to a key food. to it. Thank you for your call, Erica. Uh, I appreciate it. A key to it. And I'm not saying I even I'm, I'm supportive of it, but a key to it, if it works, is that you would take away the other government help. So if you ran out of money, you were just out of money. So some people would argue that that would help you manage your money better and learn that skill. Uh, let me take one more call here, Renee in Carlsbad. Just a few seconds, Renee. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, I just started listening to this conversation, but I don't know if I agree with giving a thousand dollars cash. You're saying I just know a lot of people that are frauding the government with food stamps. I mean, they're living with someone. Well, there's so tons the of fraud is- for sure. So that's my concern is it's going to create more fraud. And I think with all the COVID money that was given out to people, um, that people were ripping them off from left to right. So, you know, I have mixed feelings about giving people that are hurting more money. Um, I've been there and my attitude is, yes, it's nice to have people help, but maybe you should go back to school so you can get a better paying job you know take care of yourself what about people who really can't let's say their disability is legitimate they're not robbing the government um what's the best way to support those people would it be cash or would it be a government program wow um or nothing well you know i i think they should get something i i know there's mental illness and and it's difficult for people to work or mental or disabilities. I'm in a total agreement of helping those, but I just think there are many, and I have a friend that it makes my stomach turn. You know, they're getting food stamps, but the government doesn't know there's two people living in that home. They're, they're, <clears throat> yeah, you know, there's an awful lot of fraud. Stamps. I got to go uh, so, here, Renee, I'm about to wrap up, but I appreciate you listening. Okay, and, thank uh, you. 
Yeah, thank you for your call. Hey, you know what I really, really liked about all the phone calls today is that we had a lot of nuance, which I think on a lot of these issues, it's important for us to hear each other, to realize that there's nuance in a lot of things. People, the way some people are concerned about fraud or inflation or just people spending the money on drugs or stuff, for sure that's an issue. Other people pointed out that, hey, some people have disabilities or maybe they would use the money for good things. You know, I don't know what the right answer is. One of the things, you know, from a government standpoint, um, I don't think that the government should be spending money that we don't have. And it's not their money, right? It's taxpayer money. So there's a lot of issues there. But one of the things that matters whatever we do, I think, is that we recognize that human beings do better when there's value for their work. They do better psychologically. Um, Renee just mentioned uh, mental illness and stuff. A lot of people are are buried in some mental illness and depression and stuff. And part of the solution is that they would work um, to get out of their, their difficulty, okay? Proverbs twenty eight nineteen: those who work their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies will have their fill of poverty. People always do better uh, when they can work. Um, it's also something from the scriptures that we should recognize is that the scriptures also teach Proverbs thirteen eleven wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Part of the problem for a lot of people is that there's not a good work ethic, and that's something that needs to be retaught and reestablished. And we're kind of against that. One person called and said, "Well, I'd get to just play my guitar more often or something." Well, yeah, but you got to have a job if you're you're capable. At the end of the day, my view is that one day the government's not going to be able to do a lot of this. I think they want to do the UBI, the universal basic income, where they just give everybody cash. I think if they do that, everything just gets more expensive, and at the end of the day, it doesn't help people. If I gave everybody, the government gave everybody a million dollars, the cost of living would go up a million dollars. That's what I think, and we would have the same in real benefit. I think that there's a lot more that has to do with work ethic with caring for people and also in the nuance of what about people who really can't care for themselves, people with disabilities, how do we help them? And I I feel like people agree that we should help people if they really have a disability or some reason they can't help, but that everybody else should be helped to work and have a work ethic and participate. We'll talk about this more because I think this issue is going to keep coming up, but we're out of time for today. I thank you for all of your calls and I pray that you're all encouraged and that you would you would work hard as unto the Lord. That's what the scripture teaches each of us to do. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. I'll be back tomorrow. God bless you. See you from 3 to 5 tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.